Guys, let me tell you about the ammo we've been shooting this year. It's called Migram Ammunitions, and let me tell you, I've never shot a more consistent load in my life. It is constantly smacking honkers and ducks out of the sky. Dude, my God. You know what I love, honestly, the most about ammunition is when it works. And, <laughs> dude, that's always been my biggest gripe, right? Like, yep. it's just, dude, just shoot out of the gun. Just shoot the shell. I've not had a single dud this year. Me neither. It's, I love that aspect of it. I just want to be able to trust my ammunition. So, hey, if you want to learn more about stacked load ammunition that me and Joey have been shooting all year, go to migraammunitions.com. One, let me, one, let me tell you. Yeah. That 2-4 load for the 20 gauge. Yep. Smoking honkers, dude. Hey, it's hard. I don't even want to shoot my 12 gauge. No, there's a, we have a reel on our Instagram of Joey shooting 2-4 stack 20 gauge Migra. So go, go check, check it, it out, out, guys. Go check it out. Come one, come all. Welcome. It's the Midwest Flyways podcast, the I best podcast in Waterfall, the number one waterfall podcast, at least it's by a, our standards. Uh, that's a little narcissistic, but thank it you guys. It is very narcissistic. But thank you so, so much for not knowing how to say the word narcissistic, and then also for listening to the podcast. We yes. really appreciate all the support, but we'd really appreciate you leaving us a review. We're trying Please. to get to a thousand, dude. dude. And we're going to give a hell of a giveaway with all of our sponsors, and it's going to be lit. I'm so proud of you right now. Why? Because I'm fucking doing my start fucking the job. podcast with a hey, go Zzz. fucking leave. Zzz. Just start it off. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't That's all I can that. think of when you do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, no. Hey, I am your host, Cal Ness. This is your other host, Joey Vasallo. Today we have an addition to the pod, Hunter Dylan here, hanging out with us. Hunter, say hello. What up? Did you like the sound of your voice? No. <laughs> really? No, you don't like the sound of your own voice? No, it's all right. That's actually what a lot of girls told me about your voice, too. They really didn't like it. Or your face. He's definitely got nothing. <laughs> he's going to say nothing. <laughs> he like He's going to barely talk. He's a good-looking kid if you're into that kind of thing. So Yeah. Anyway. Welcome, so, Hunter. Hunter's our Jamie, dude. He's going to be our Jamie. Yeah. Or at least I hope he is. Me, too. We're still negotiating. He's, he's going he's gonna to help us out with the podcast every here and there, and... He's going to make it so we can produce more content. Yeah. And add some personality and flavor. Kids got a lot of it. Right. I'd say more flavor, but yeah, just because I can smell you from over <laughs> here. But you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, man. Joey, you got a, do you have like a topic you want to break into or you want to like tell me what you've been doing? Sure. No, um, this is my job is to come up with the topics on the podcast. That's why I'm always being asked first. You know, I can, I have one too. Yeah, I have a great one today. It's not good, but no, um, it's really good. So, did you see the video? I sent it to you on Instagram, so you better have seen the video of the fucking farmer rolling over the dude's snow goose spread. I for sure did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. No, I did. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Did but you then see that, I got, yeah, I got I caught. That. I got caught in the weeds in the comments. Mm-hmm. Hard. I was just reading. I was just scrolling fucking comments. Dude. I, mean, so, I, I saw it on split read. At first, and I'm like seeing this dude just run over decoys. He's like, I've got the sheriff here. He said there's nothing he can do about it. Blah, blah, blah. And then I see there's a second video, and I'm thinking maybe it's just a different angle. And it's the fucking farmer in the cab of the tractor just jamming out to a country song. Just like, man, I got to till up this ground right now. (laughs) Better should have paid your lease. I'm like, holy shit. But apparently he was like 20 days late on his lease payment. Two views. One one vid. 
right. one moment. Right. And I I put in the comments, I was like, how the fuck do we have both of these? Both of these videos. Dude, in have the you day. ever had a farmer plow through your fucking feet? Spread? Yeah. yeah. You you have had. Yes. Here. Why? Here, on dude. purpose or on no. accident? I, oh, I, I just think know. he didn't know. What? Like, okay, so I, I, had, see I had my spread out there, right? And he didn't plow my spread, but he was um, cho- stock chopping the silage. And my chair was in my, my chair and my blind bag. Fucking chair. Yep. Yeah, just trash all of my equipment. My gun wasn't out there, thank God. But my blind oh my bag, God. shells, everything was under the dirt. I'm just like, oh my God. So I went over and talked to him. I was like, you know, so you uh, ran over a couple of chairs. He goes, yeah, I don't know why that shit was in there. He goes, sorry about that. I was like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry he if said, I ruined your machinery. He said, yeah, I don't know why that shit was in there. You know exactly what he meant. And he was like, why the fuck is there? Why do you have chairs in my field? He was super nice. He was oh, super yeah. nice about it. Because he ran over your chairs. It's even now. <laughs> it's like two weeks ago. I asked him when he was going <laughs> to till it under. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Probably like a month. I was like, okay, I'm good. Not. Yeah. He decided to do a little early. Dude, <laughs> whatever. It it's wasn't a big funny. deal. It was a fifteen dollar Walmart chair and a blind bag. Probably from, my chair. No, we're not <laughs> going into that. Cal will leave all of his shit here for three years and then just be like, "That's mine." It's like, no, motherfucker, it's mine now. It's mine now. Yeah, because I've been housing all your shit because you live in a townhome. No, so now that's it's mine. You're housing my fucking folding chair, dude. I'm housing all of your shit. The only thing you have here that's mine is what your boat decoys. Robos, all all of like my personal decoys are in mm-hmm. my trailer. I can take my decoys out of this the silo if you want. Take your boat. Spread's gonna look pretty small. <laughs> anyway, so I think I think I only I'm the only one that has any of mine left. Very funny. Um, very funny. No, did you hear about that story, Hunter? I did about how I lost a shitload in a windstorm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Just I know we talked about it on the podcast. So I won't do it again, but. Good Lord, that just about made my dick just fall <laughs> off my body, dude. You that just you you're chew, like just boating up the channel. It's like that looks like my decoy. That looks like my decoy. Oh shit! And you go up there and there's like eight just tangled in the bank right there, and all the rest are gone. It's like oh no. Yeah, and especially when you set like a fucking forty-eight decoy spread for mallards that only need like twelve decoys. No, we were we were push we we're. Going for migrators. Migrator mallards? Yeah, migrator mallards and geese and all that. I suppose it was that time of year. Yeah, so you can make jokes all you want. I know what I'm doing. Don't. You can't say that right after you just talked about losing. I know how to set a spread. I don't know how to keep it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Got it. Yeah. The thing is that's cool about it, they're both crucial parts of having a spread. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you you get a good mix of dudes that... Some good at setting, some good at keeping. Right. It's an awesome pairing. I know, man. I know. But <laughs> can you imagine? Um, Unfortunately, we have neither. <laughs> Just do it. But how how Arkansas snow goose hunting is that? That you're twenty days late. But on like your twenty lease. days. I mean, twenty dude, days I late get on it, your lease. Like, and all these people you know, in the but. comments are like, "Dude, I would have just picked them up and sold them." I think that's stealing. Yep. You know, so he's just like, "Well, it's on my land. I'm going to till it under." Technically, it's not stealing. Uh, I think it is. Possession's nine tenths the law, son. Yeah, but if I just find your trailer and take it, it's still considered stealing. Well, if I'm leasing your property, though, you know, and then I leave all my shit on your property, and then I stop leasing your property, I don't. 
I don't think you I'm know what sure. you're talking about. You, you know? Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't know. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy is fucked. Do you think the farmer even warned the guy? No. About oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. No. no oh. Yeah. Yeah. He warned was like, him. Were you going to pay your shit? Yeah. He was like, well, give me another day, two days. Yeah. Got a couple more clients coming through, you know? <laughs> a couple more clients. Yeah. Um, I don't think he told him he was going out there to plow his spread under. I think he got told, I think he, he had given him warnings about paying the spread or paying for the lease. Right. And then I think that somebody texted him and was like, Hey, them boys are down there in your field again. And he was like, all right, I'm going out there with the tractor and just fucking came out tilling. That's so crazy. Imagine. (laughs) I bet you that felt so good. I think Joe Heinz was telling us a story about a time that he had had some decoys in a field and a farmer started tilling. I think he was hunting. Oh. I think he was telling us they were, like, hunting a field, and the farmer came out and started driving, like, a few rows over, you know, just tilling the fucking field under. I've had that happen to me before. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I've had, I've had a guy come out and be like, you guys got to, I'm going to do this thing now. But not, guy spread shit not just hunting. like start fucking tilling the field ten feet behind me. The 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 shit spreading as you're hunting is not fun. Yeah, that stinks. It smells so bad. Yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> not bad for the birds though, but Oh, I mean if they like corn. Yeah. You know, corn shit. Yeah. A lot it's of good. them do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway. Big old shit corn pile. So the moral of that story is pay your leases. Yeah. And uh, I think you'll keep your spread. Yeah. God, I, I can't wait to hear the court case on that. You think there's going to be a court case? I'm no sure. No chance. It's in well, he called the cops, bro. They're probably going to fist fight at a bar, and then the guy's going to give him half because that's all he has, and he's going to be like, you son of a bitch, and then they're never going to talk again, and the lease is over. Mm. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. Probably, Don't yeah. you think? It's in Arkansas, bro. I don't know. The way he was going about it, calling the sheriff and everything, I feel like it already would have gone to a fist fight if he was going to do that. probably settled it after he got out of the track. Well, who who called the sheriff? The guy with the spread? Yeah. You don't. You didn't hear the first part of that no, video? No, I did, but then I just got caught reading up the comments about why the farmer was doing it. And then, and then that was like all I could think about. But... um. I, it's a weird deal because it's like if I'm the guy and I'm sitting there and I'm hunting a lease that I didn't pay for, technically mm-hmm. right now I'm trespassing, yeah? Yeah, it's trespassing. Yeah. So I'm calling the sheriff because this guy's tilling up his field he owns where I'm trespassing and I left my shit in his field. What would the sheriff say? If I'm the sheriff and I show up to that situation, I'm going to be like, you're a dumbass. Why did you call me? You're trespassing on this guy's land and you're fucking loitering. You're leaving all your shit on this property. And this guy's fucking tilling his field that he owns. Right. Well, he's like, hey, he's destroying all my, he's destroying all my shit. He's like, okay, on his own property. What can I do about it? Well, it's my stuff. There's nothing I can do. Can't trespass someone from their own property. There you go. You're fucked. Here's a weird thing. I can't find the video. So, like, you got me thinking when it was, like, you were talking about storing, like, a trailer on your property. Yeah. And then, like, someone coming to get their trailer. What if you just fucking tilled the trailer? (laughs) Put the trailer in the field. Just fucking run that bitch over. 
Oh, he's still in the field. Mm-hmm. Trailer's oh in the field. Maybe Split Read took it down. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't see it. Why would they have to take that down? I don't know. Probably because wow. they posted it without rights or something. Probably like some governor's kid from Arkansas, and he was like, take that down, man. My dad's got money. <laughs> and then they did. I'm Damn. pretty sure that's how Arkansas works, actually. Well, the Midwest Flyways podcast is brought to you by Soundgear. Guys, let me tell you about Soundgear. It is a hearing protection company, and it is the bee's knees, honestly. You spend 1400 bucks on the Phantoms to save your hearing forever. I can't tell you how revolutionary it is to have good hearing protection that actually fits to the mold of your ear, enhances other noises, and then also protects your hearing. Dude, Bluetooth enabled on top of that, so it connects to your phone. And the other thing I love most about it is because they're rechargeable now, you know that the black case... <clears throat> the black case that you get with it, it's a device that charges them even when it's not plugged in. Yeah. So, like, you plug it in and it charges the case and your sound gear, just like AirPods. Mm-hmm. So then when you go somewhere on a trip or whatever, you're out in the field and you've hunted for eight hours and just you need to charge up, just put them in the case. That's seriously, like, life-changing for me, yeah. not having to swap the batteries. And so, my most asked question about sound gear, too, is how does it sound like when you're calling? And my answer every single time is... If you're an experienced caller, you already know what your calling sounds like. The first time you go out and call, it's going to sound a little weird to you. But after that, your muscle memory kicks in. You don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, well, and you kind of learn. Like, you can easily just, like, take one out and hear how you sound and be like, okay. So, like, I know what it sounds like in this year. Like, that sounds fine then. You Just like you said, you just get adjusted to it. Right. No, it didn't you know? sound, if anything, it just sounded a little bit muffled. But even then... The only reason why it sounds muffled is because it's a higher decibel. So the sound gears are actually saving yeah. your ear. Yeah. <laughs> like your ear. Exactly. All right. So go to soundgear.com today to get a pair of custom fit phantoms. What was your, what was yeah, your topic? I, have a, you I to actually about? have a good topic. Did you read it? No, I didn't read your topic. Oh, I didn't mean you had a bad topic. That's a great topic. Super funny. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Job. Anyway. No, um, I wanted to talk about decoys because there's some different decoys coming out and my biggest question for both of you guys and i know we've talked a little bit about like dave smith's right Mm -hmm. but like legitimate actual real question do like actually do different decoys actually kill more birds specifically and i guess like there's obviously big differences in decoys so like if you have a piece of shit black and whatever spray painted piece of cardboard decoy i'm not comparing that to like a dave smith but you know, like full bodies, you're, right? You're not a believer. I don't saying. know if I'm not a believer. I just, like, someone convinced me I'm not a believer. So, just Which, by your question, yeah, you're not a believer. In the Dave Hunter, Smith decoy. Hunter has hunted over Dave Smith's, correct? Mm-hmm. They act differently yep. over Dave Smith's. Do they actually, though, or is that they just like what everybody that's hunted over Dave Smith says? I've never like seen geese. It depends on the time of the year and what state you're in, but I do think it helps quite a bit. But obviously, calling plays a big factor and goose yeah. hunting. But so if you didn't call, like if you couldn't call, and you just went out there and you set out like ten Dave dozen, Smith. ten dozen Dave Smiths, or a or loaded, <laughs> or ten dozen, yeah, it's a shitload of Dave Smiths. I just spit all over the mic. Ten dozen Dave Smiths or ten dozen Tangle Freeze. Do you really think that you kill more birds that day without blowing a call because of the decoys? Okay, so. Tangle freeze are not as anatomically correct as a Dave Smith. So, yes. Boo. 
a silhouette is the least anatomically correct thing on the fucking market, and people crush. They're pretty silhouette. anatomically correct, in the sense of the fact that their they're positions a and all that. Cardboard. No, like if you look at it from far away, like people took pictures of a goose. You're and talking about all oh, the positioning, right? Okay. Anatomically correct. Well, anatomically would be like the size. Because and shape if you of their look body. at a if you look at a tangle free goose, or at least the the ones back in the day that I had, yeah, they're like eight inches off the ground. And their head is poking out like four inches. It's not even near the ground. Like it doesn't look yeah, like a feeding goose. I've got goose. a dozen of them. It doesn't look like a feeding goose. Whereas a Dave Smith, it's like back is hunched properly and the neck has a certain curvature where like when you're looking at geese landing in your spread, it's very hard to tell what's a decoy and what's a real oh, goose. Yeah, but sure. I'm saying you can tell with a fucking dive bomb, obviously. Or, you know, like you can tell with a silhouette. Yeah, like if the goose can. is over the top of the silhouette, they disappear. But from the side, even at like an angle, it's either anatomically incorrect. You're going off of 2D and 3D. And I'm going off of the positioning of the decoy. Right. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure that's anatomically, but yeah. Yes. Well, I think Help me out here. I think anatomically is the size and like shape of their body, you know? Like that's part of being anatomically correct, yeah. Sure. That's what my mind's going to. <laughs> anyway, no, no, but to answer anyway. to We're answer your right. question, no, you're wrong, and that's okay. I'm just, just saying, agreed. like, the positioning of the body yes. is anatomically correct Yeah, on a DSD. Mm-hmm. On a tangle-free, like you said, tangle-free versus DSD, DSD wins all day. All day. Because do, you think, do you think a goose can actually, like, tell that, though, with their eyesight? Yes. Yes. And tell me what you think about this, Hunter. I've been saying this for a while, and it like when I went hunting with Joe for like one of the first times for ducks in a field, he didn't have any duck decoys out other than spinners. And I'm like, huh. And they did it so hard, just so hard into the kill hole. And I think what it is is if you're hunting geese and you have all goose decoys, a goose knows what a goose looks like, right? Mm-hmm. So they're a little bit extra wary. A mallard is not a goose. So they see a goose decoy and they're like, oh, it's safe. It's a comfort thing, right? They can see it from further out and they mesh well together. And so same thing with ducks. If you have duck floaters on the water and you're targeting mallards and you have all mallard floaters, I believe that they can tell that some of those are real and some of those are not. You know? like just some based of the ducks, on like them being different shapes and sizes and whatever? No, just based on them being the same species as whatever floater you have on the water. Sure. You know, but if you throw out a bunch of pintail decoys for mallards, they're not really going to know. So, what do you think about I, that? I agree with you. Yeah, you agree with sure. that. I don't use duck floaters. I mean, duck full bodies at all. Right. Just spinners and honker full bodies. Whenever we kill ducks, and it works. It works. They do it hard. Yeah, Very. I th- I think the thing is like I, that's not even the question though that I'm asking because like all that stuff is true. Like that's all that all plays into like any decoy though. You know, like legitimately, is there, can birds actually tell a legitimate difference? Do they act actually different if there's, you know, just, it's literally the decoys? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think sometimes they do. Have you like noticed a specific moment? Like, can you tell me like... With DSCs, yes, I have. With geese though? Yep. Over geese Mm -hmm. goose decoys? Yep. Doing what? Like, what do they do differently? Like, how do they act differently? They don't circle multiple times. They just come right down. It's weird. Like goose hunting, like they'll do a couple circles and then they'll come in, you know, 
And a lot of times mm-hmm. they won't come into the right spot. With DSDs, they'll just give it up almost immediately. But have you been hunting over DSDs and they don't just give it up? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Have you ever hunted over not DSDs and they just give it up? Yeah, sometimes. So, like, here, here's a really good example. We were on a trip in North Dakota. Yep. Joe and I. Mm-hmm. First day we were out there, hunted only over silhouettes. Same conditions the next day. The geese completely acted different with just DSDs out. Did you have migrators and more birds? Like, was it a difference in like... No, no, everything was the same. So you saw the same amount of birds that's just the day before they didn't come in. Mm-hmm. Weather was the exact same, sunrise, Literally sunset. exactly the same. It was different. So like silhouettes versus full bodies, there's definitely a time to use both. And I think early season is silhouettes and as you get later and later and they're more pressured and they've seen more and more spreads full bodies are better you know for sure how much do you think it matters for floaters you know and that's what i'm really excited about when dsd comes out with those uh yeah because that's on my list yeah yep i'm really excited for that did you hear about those hunter i did yeah and i think they're gonna go for like 400 a dozen yeah that's crazy it's crazy but i'm still gonna do it i'm gonna get two dozen and I'm going to try it out. I think a lot of people are still going to do it anyways, too. Yeah. For sure. Well, have you seen Ira and who else that's popular in social media uses them? I think Keith Allen uses them, too. Where you take an old duck decoy and you buy the skin of a mallard. I've seen this. And have you seen that? I forget what they call those. It's like an actual product. No, but I've like, never seen that. They put, like, the the flesh of a duck. Yeah. And the actual feathers of a duck over the decoy. And supposedly it does amazing. As like a floater or full body? Floater. floater. Oh, no, I've never seen that. It's like it's like stretched mallard skin that they like mm-hmm. fucking stretch over the top of a decoy. So it's not like a stuffer? It's a, no. It's like a... You stuff... I mean, you're stuffing it with a decoy. Yeah. But yeah, it's well, like actual feathers and a beak and shit. It's pretty cool. That's wild. I'll see if I can find it here Yeah, see Instagram. if you can find it. it that's... It's weird. It's like, cool. It's cool. It's weird. I've, it's th- cool, I've thought about that because does it like look good though, like mm-hmm. yeah, it does. They, they look. Like I think it. Fun. I think it has to mostly do with like sheen. Yeah, and um, fuck. What's the other thing? I can't remember. I can't remember why else it makes sense. I saw it explained. I mean, one time literally, I like, you know, it's literally a dead mallard. Basically, yeah. Give yeah. me a second to find it. It's weird. It's really cool though. Um, I don't know what those cost either. So you can see in this video those mallard decoys on the water. Yeah. He like goes and picks it up. They look so good. Yeah, they they literally look like he's got a boat full of fucking mallards living in his boat. Oh wow. Like they look insane, yeah, those look, dude. Those look really good. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> look really good. They look so good. Yeah. So and I I think he tagged it, Bolin decoys, Bolin, Bolin like B O H L A N D B O L A N D Bolin decoys. Yep, yeah, that's so. Look at that shit, bro. Those look really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh so. my god, a half dozen, a full dozen is nine hundred and fifty dollars. Nine hundred and fifty bucks for a full dozen. Yeah. But I bet you gotta take really good care of them. Of course. Yeah, bro. They're you can use them as field decoys too. Damn. 
damn, look at this. He has them stored like in his boat all nicely. Like a little compartment. And there's a slots. fucking raccoon <laughs> in one of the other slots. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. A thousand bucks, $950 for a dozen. Now, late season when they're being finicky and weird or just stale birds, I yeah. guarantee you those kill more birds. Than yeah, anything else. Crazy. I mean, dude, I legitimately like, I just, I think we need to do a test or something this year. Like we need to do some kind of, cause the thing is like, I just want to prove it too many once and for all for like one thing, you know, there's too many variables though. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, but I'm, if I'm a non-believer, you know, like yeah, quote you just got to do it by your, for yourself. And like that happens to me and I see it, then I can be like, okay, it's not bullshit. But like, how do you see it? Yeah. I might not, might not see it. Scary. You're like, oh, maybe that day they just worked in better. Scary, you know? scary for the believers. I'm not scared. I'm just saying, scary. You know, nobody wants to have a guy who's not bullshitting sit down and actually have it happen. And then either be like, yeah, it's real, or be like, no, man, that shit's just fucking chance. And it just so happened today's a good day for hunting. Right. Could There's had, always an argument Could have had that. something out there. Right, so yeah, yeah, whatever you can believe it if you want. The Boland decoys thing that's interesting, and I think mostly because, um, like you'll never have to buy another decoy if you if you like took great care of them, you know, if you took good care of them, you shouldn't (laughs) buy Boland decoys. This is a bad decoy for you, Dave Smith's bad investment for you, probably, you know, unless you treat them like the first two weeks of owning your new truck forever, though. My truck still looks the same. If I go out there before I leave, it looks the same? Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. That's crazy. Do you feel weird? Mm-mm. You just feel good. No, I just take care of it, you know? It's fine. It's fucking crazy. I'm it's also a- not as busy as I normally am, too, so that helps out. More time to clean it out, mm-hmm. get the pizza out of it, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Get that. Until I get people like you and Logan in there and try to get it all dirty. Yep. All right. Hey, great topics. Uh, let's do our worst. Okay. Hunter, was, you got a worst? You hunted a lot this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's the most annoying thing that you came into contact with this year? Dude, I literally just oh. saw a fucking moth fall off your ceiling straight too. into one yeah. of those bush light cans. <laughs> into one of these? Yeah. I did too. The collection. <laughs> <laughs> like, just plunk right into a bush light can. Good. Fuck them. Oh Ooh, probably awesome. my worst this year is probably overcalling. Really? I can't say where or when, but there was this one guy. I wanted to take his call away so bad. Sounded now, like, is it overcalling or just sounding like shit? Both. Mm. Like, it was, like, so unnatural. Sounded like a speck of belly calling in honkers at 30 yards. Like, these, these birds are finishing, like, right in our <coughs> face, like, perfect. And he's screaming as loud as he can. You think he was, they were coming in because of that speckle belly call? No. They were flaring. I have it. I can show you multiple videos. They flared so hard. No one said anything to him. People said something, but he just wouldn't stop. Yikes. After the hunt, he grabbed his birds and he left. Oh, really? Yeah. He was that salty? Yeah. He was like, I can kill these fucking geese on my own. Speckle belly call and all. Dude, it was bad. It was bad. That's not good. Did people lose friends? I don't think so. No. Did he have any friends there? Yeah. Okay, so they're still friends with them. They just yeah. don't hunt together anymore? No, they still hunt together. I'm <laughs> not sure. <laughs> just just that day, he was just done. Right. Yeah. So how did how did this they was, tell him I to stop? I was on a trip. I was how on did a they, trip when this happened. Yeah, So, okay. like, what did they say to... They just kept telling him, 
quiet, like stop calling. They got into a little argument, and then the one guy that was telling him stop calling just went back on his side of the A-frame, and this guy just kept calling, just kept calling. Super <laughs> awkward. Very awkward. Yeah, oh, very awkward. Who's yeah. going to stand down? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't stand down. No. He said, fuck that. I'm blowing this call, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was this a recent trip? Yeah. Okay. This is about a month ago. Awesome. I love that. Probably know where you were. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. I love that. Was that cool? I mean, it's kind of funny. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I would say. You, you just I, had to be there, dude. It was hilarious. Oh, I've been there multiple times. Multiple Multiple tons. I know the awkwardness of that. Oh, it's so awkward. I hate it. I hate it. You know, and it's like, we've talked about it before on the podcast, and it's like, dude, just like, understand that this is not your show, Mm -hmm. you know? And understand that there are people better than you, and let those people set the tone. Yeah. You know? But there, a lot of times, people have a big ego. It's like, no, I'm going to... Fuck you. I've been doing this for 25 years or whatever. Exactly. And I yeah. and I know what I'm doing. It's like, yeah, but they're birds and you have other people that have to listen to that shit, you know? So please don't. <laughs> I think I think the other side of it too is I do think people just get excited. You know? I think legitimately oh, okay. people just get way too they get really pumped up and like yeah, they don't they don't think I think a lot of people especially like if you don't hunt with people that really seriously hunt all the time, you don't realize how much they care about it, you know, maybe as much. Because there's a lot of guys that they just get pumped up. Like, they're just excited. You know, they're out. I just, I can I can attest to the, you know, the fucking guy's just so excited to be out hunting. He's just got to blow the call. It's awful. <clears throat> but that's part of it for him. You know, he just wants to rip on that call. Guy's excited, pumped up. I mean, we've all been there for sure. But yeah, when I was young. Uh, I got told to shut the fuck up. And you grew up with some people to hunt super oh, seriously. Yeah. Very, very good. You heard the time that I told you to stop calling, right? Uh-uh. You didn't hear this story? I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, me, Matt, and go out with Patrick Grader and my brother, Micah. And we're out there. And, like, it was a pretty great morning, man. Local little lake. You know where. And, dude, we had we had, like, mallards wanting to come and land, you know? And nobody was blowing a call. So these mallards are coming in. 30 yards, same thing Hunter's talking about. That's how he blows the duck call, you know? Like that. That's how it sounds. It's like a kazoo, you know? And then they turn around and leave. And like after the third time, Pat was, me and Pat were like beside ourselves, you know? Just like, and neither of us were even like blowing a call, you know? Like we were just sitting there in the... Cause it was one of those deals where it was just like a fuck around hunt. So you're on the, you're on the point, mm-hmm. you know, you're sitting there and then all of a sudden there's like 20 mallards at like 25, 30 yards. Like, Oh shit. You're not thinking about it. You're just bullshitting with your buddies and then I'm going to pop up like that. And they just leave. Right. So after three times I was like, Hey, maybe just like, don't blow at them at all. They're like coming in here. And dude, he got so offended, Joey. <laughs> he fucking flipped out, man freaking out super upset was like yelling at me i'm like i'm just saying the birds they come and then you blow and they leave <laughs> like it's like three times in a row you ain't gonna fucking tell me when to blow my call blah blah so pissed mm-hmm. yeah man big mad 
<laughs> that was the last time we ever hunted together. And that's the last time I ever saw him, too, man. He told Matt he didn't want to see me after that. Good. That's fucking oh, hilarious. I love, that. So I love that. And what's crazy is you've killed way more birds since then. Totally. You know, since not hunting with him. Yeah. Wild, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy that the Mallards even wanted to be there. You know, that guy sucks to hang out with. <laughs> Coming in. Oh, that's, that's probably why they left. They're like, that fucking guy. Doesn't even Can't know what even a podcast is. No. And so that's why he's talking so bluntly about okay, it. Yeah. yeah. And I'll if, ble- if I'm going to. It's like 60. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to bleep yeah. his last name too. Oh, there I realized I said it. So it's just going to be. All that's, right. That's a good worse. I love that. I hate yeah. that, but I love it. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was bad. Very bad. <laughs> yeah, I still, me and my buddy still laugh about this one. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Midwest Flyways podcast. Say, I just want to tell you guys about a tool that Joey and I use constantly that can make your hunt way more successful. It's the Onyx Hunt app, and Joey and I both have an elite membership, and I, I promise you it's worth every penny. Joey, what's your favorite thing about Onyx? Dude, there's like a hundred things, but easily the most practical uses are the tracking app so I know how I walk through those cattails and how to get back so I can find that exact path that I made getting in there because it was a an ass getting in there it makes it so much easier on the way back out but then also the uh the wind app yeah it's really nice it's so much easier than trying to go to a wind app separately and find out what the actual wind calendar looks like for a certain spot you want to hunt I think that that's for sure. That's the thing that I look at on the app, and I'm like, wow, this is just smart. This is just an easy thing to use on the app. Um, Other thing I really like, too, is the radius. You know, you can, like, set a radius marker on your point. Did you know that? Yeah, so you can, like, right by the wind calendar, you can, like, click set a radius area, and then you can pull out or expand to, like, 500 yards. So then you can, like, check how far you are from a house oh. or a road or anything like that. Nice. Yeah, so then you can have that on the same waypoint. So when you, like, zoom in, it shows you, like, a 550-yard radius around you or something. I've always just used the <clears> drop <throat> the drop point deal. Yeah, that works, too. That works really good, too. But, yeah, no, um, check out Onyx Hunt, guys. You can get 20% off your membership with MWF20. So go to Onyx Hunt. The code for the app is also on our website. So go to MidwestFlyways.com. Our code on there for the discount is on there as well. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Dude, this brings me to another great moment of worst. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you're going on a hunt and you just don't even like bother to look up anything about what you should bring, like when people come to opener with us Mm -hmm. and then shoot lead. (laughs) Hey, if you didn't do any research before you went on a hunt with a gun with people to kill shit and didn't even know how you shouldn't shoot fucking lead shot or that you have to have a hip certification or whatever, that is the worst. It's the worst when you're sitting out there and you look over and someone's got fucking high brass in a bag. <laughs> hey, man, what are you doing? Because it happens, dude. You'll just have that. You isn't, know, and then it makes you feel like you got to be a cop. Isn't lead low brass? Oh, maybe. I think it's low brass. Yeah, you might yeah, be right. I think you're right. And that's okay. Either way, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You look over, you can tell the shell is not a normal shell. You know, it's always a two and three quarter shell, too. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. nobody really shoots <laughs> a two and boss? three quarter. No? 
Uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the first question. That's a Winchester. Yeah. Does it have a squirrel on the box? Or yeah, a rabbit? Because it is red, too. You're totally right. Does it have a squirrel on the box? <laughs> Shit. Oh, no. Let's just hope we Literally. don't get checked. Oh, Literally. my God. Doesn't have a primary weapon. <laughs> what the shit? What the shit? What the shit? <laughs> that is the worst, dude. Oh, uh, we right. got some new blood. <laughs> dude. No, that's a pr- that's the problem with taking out. What the shit? What the shit? No, that's the problem with taking new hunters out is you have to hold their hand. You know, right? You have to coach them through the whole thing. I've done yeah. it many times. No, and it's awesome because some people get hooked on it and love it. You know, and learn about it, but. Yeah, that's why I've just, after like, what, year two, no one got a ticket on our watch, but I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to start gonna bringing everything for everyone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Bring well, extra that, shells. But like, we've, bring... we've just pared it down quite a ways, too. I mean, not that we don't want to hunt with a ton of people, but man, it's, you know. And then, like, it's funny, too, because you'll remember bow fishing, and that kid's dad is, like, the sheriff, you know, and he's like, oh, you Midwest Flyways? You do this for a living, huh? You know, it's like that whole thing, too, truthfully. Did you hear about that? I did not. I'm know. out bow fishing with some buddies. They'd never done it before. And I was like, do you have your fishing license? They're like, yep. Oh, boy. I was like, cool. So go bow fishing on a lake. And I've literally never been checked. Literally. Yeah. Never been checked. And uh, see a car at the launch. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. And, like, we switched off driving the boat and all that shit. And uh, get up to the launch. And he's like, how'd you guys do? I was like, oh, you know, we did well. And then he's like, okay, let me uh, check your licenses when you get the boat hooked up. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God. I'm getting checked right now. Yeah, you didn't know this he was so a wild. sheriff no, or whatever like DNR agent. Officer. Checks all of our stuff, and he's like, you're low on life jackets. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Always the fucking life jackets. Always the life jackets. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn. You know, like one extra person came at the last second, and I had one less life jacket, two less life jacket, whatever. And uh, It's always one short. And he looks at all of our licenses, and he's like, okay, you don't have a license. You don't have a license. And I'm like, oh, great. You know? <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Perfect. And then uh, his kid, I'm like talking to his kid and whatever as everyone's getting their stuff checked out. There's like a 17-year-old in the front seat. He's like, dude, I love your YouTube channel. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, dude. And then he thought I was guiding his dad because he told him about our YouTube channel. I'm like, shit. And uh, he's like, you're not a guide? I'm like, no, no. He's like, none of them gave you any money. I'm like, nope, not a single one. And I was going to ask everyone for gas money. I'm glad I didn't, you know, Yep. <laughs> because that can be translated to that. And uh, he's like, well, everyone lives in a different city. And so, like, it looks like, it you're, looks like you're guiding. And I'm like, oh, what, are we all supposed to live in the same house? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, what's going on? I promise you I'm not guiding, you know. Just like, my we're, we're on this like stupid little lake. Like I would never take clients here, you know? Yeah. And so I got a life jacket ticket and a couple of people got other tickets and whatever. So it's just like, oh, well, and then the, didn't the DNR guy, wasn't he like, so you do this for a living, huh? Yeah. He was, he was prepared to take away my boat, my bows, everything. If I was guiding. Yeah. Really? I thought you could legally guide. Do you have to have like a license? Yeah. But no, if no, he was a guide, like, he if couldn't I was a guide have people and I didn't out without have... a license. Right, oh. I have to check all that stuff, yeah, and I yeah. have to have all this like the proper safety equipment, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, and just he a was, terrible fucking. Guy. So there was like three different violations. It was <laughs> licenses, life jackets, and 
Just the someone, wor- someone else got a ticket for something. The worst guide of all time. Someone Just- else got a ticket for something. I can't remember what it was, but... It's like, I'm not going to hold my friend's hands and just be like, dude, you got a fishing license? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to check your license. Yeah. So, and then one guy was like, oh, no, I wasn't I wasn't shooting. I was driving the boat. He's like, I watched you switch. You know? He's like, so you're, get, you're definitely getting a ticket. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, they watch oh. everything. They'll sit there they for sit 30 there, minutes. Bro. Yeah. Your friend like, didn't damn. know. I'm like, damn, dude. That's wild. You just lied to the DNR. <laughs> uh, the amount of times I've gotten checked and pulled over in my tenure, Dylan, is a lot. Dude. Surprisingly a lot. And yeah. the amount of tickets I've gotten are very, very few. I think I've gotten three total. Bro, I'm so glad you said this thing about switching. Because lying to the DNR officer, just really quick, best story of my life. My grandparents have that boathouse. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the boathouse. Uncle Jerry. Completely <laughs> interrupts my story. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Jerry fishing off the end of the dock. Oh, my God. No fishing right. license. Okay. Sitting there, fucking casting. DNR officer in his boat. Watching him. Fishing. Guy's out there for fucking 20 minutes. Fishing. My Uncle Jerry, dumbass, not looking anywhere. Just fishing. Guy comes up. And as he starts driving his boat, my Uncle Jerry fucking panics. And all he does... Drops the pole on the dock and sprints up the fucking dock, bro. Like, like he was just gonna get off, you know, like he was leaving. And the DNR officer pulls up and he's like, Hey, is that guy coming back? <laughs> they're like, Yeah, he's probably gonna have to come back. He's like, Someone should just call him and just tell him I'm either gonna wait till he has to come get his family or he's oh gonna God. have to come back. And so then he had to come back, dude, like a <laughs> dumbass. You know what I mean? And I'm like, there's no greater moment than watching like an old dumbass dude that you love just like have to eat shit, you know, and walk right back down the dock and be like, ah, oh, yeah, hi, officer. Yeah, I don't have a license. I wasn't fishing. No. I was, <laughs> I was just, just watching. That's what he said. I think he think he's just like, I was just holding the pole for my kid. And he's like, dude, you know, I've been out there watching you fish. So he got a ticket. Oh, my God. Anyway, so fucking funny, dude. Just like straight panic mode. Drops his kid's pole on the fucking dock, <laughs> sprinting out of the fucking woods. Dude, you're fucked. My Sorry. God. Anyway. I, I don't remember what I was talking about, so. I think, yeah. No, bow fishing ticket. Yeah, bow fishing ticket. But and no, the tickets you've gotten. Oh, yeah. I've Out of the very few tickets that I've gotten... I've just always told the truth, mm-hmm. 100%, and they do give you leeway, for, oh, for sure, sure. Yeah. for sure. If you're just brutally honest with them, be like, dude, <laughs> I am so sorry. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. No, it's okay, you know, I, I won't give you a ticket for that, but I have to give you a ticket for this. Okay, yeah, got it. Dude, as long as you're fucking honest and just tell them the truth, just have a license, though. <laughs> Everything after that can be negotiated. If you if you don't have the license, yeah, just, <laughs> you're off to a really rough start. You right. can negotiate life jackets and like tie ups and bullshit like that. If you if you don't have a license, it's right. bad. You know what's? I don't know why I just thought of this, but actually I do. Um, whenever the DNR walks up, right? Yeah. Nobody talks. Yeah. And I am always the one that has to talk. It's a negotiation. Fucking time. It's like there's like, how's it going, guys? And everyone's just silent. Silent. Yeah. I'm like, yep. Ten seconds go by. I was like, it's going good. (laughs) 
it's like you, it's, you know. It's that. Now I'm the elected leader because I can't handle the awkward silence. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It's like buying a used car. So what do you want to pay for it? Well, what do you what do you need for it? You know what I mean? It's like no one wants to say the first number. God. Because then you're the guy, and now you just have to eat it. And then this also translates to like you're in the summer, right? Yep. You're on someone's boat. I don't know why. Every time. Hey, man, uh, can you back the boat down to the launch? Yeah, I guess I can. Why'd you pick me? You know? 100%. Out of everyone there, I am always the one to be asked, can you back down the boat? Or, hey, man, can you drive the boat? Why me? Why am I always the one liable? If something goes wrong, I'm going to be liable. (laughs) Fuck this. Why? What on my head says that I'm fully capable? It who do you get, me. Who do you get that though from? Just like anyone, um, anyone? Wade. Yep. We were just hunting in Louisiana. Yeah, that I was actually shocked. I was shocked. We're just <laughs> like that he was having you drive a boat out. Well, not because I didn't think you could do it. No, just I can operate like, a boat, but but like that territory is just so unknown Hunter, to you. Louisiana and like the way they drive nonsense. through those fucking trees and shit, bro. Oh, like see, I bet, bro, it's mayhem. You're driving through fucking trees. It's not like dude, a, and they run. Oh, don't run into that giant oak no, tree. Run it's through like, the giant oak tree. No, yeah. it's like there are all these little like trees yeah, with saplings. bushes that will just. I saw poke Joel's your eye and out. Cade's Instagram video or whatever, and yeah. they were literally going through like, like trees bro, that thick. Dude, they hit a tree sometimes. You're going 20 miles an hour, and they'll you're heading for a tree. It's I mean, five, six, seven inches around some of the time, they'll fucking nail it. And the thing will just, your boat will go up in the air a little bit, and then slowly the sapling will just fucking crack over, and you just fucking keep going. It's wild. So when Joe, when Wade was like, yeah, I'm going to have Joey drive that boat, I was like, I'm like, dude, I don't want hey, to drive this boat. Hey, I'm not going to lie, man. Joey's going to be able to run that motor, no problem. But this is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this shit driving over trees and shit. Like, Oh, I never drove over any trees. I mean, I surprisingly, yeah. um, you did navigated great. it pretty well until our way out. Uh-huh. Um, well, I don't know like these great. areas. So like you're driving and then you'll ask the person be like, how deep is it here? 10 feet. What? It's 10 feet here. They're like, yeah, you can't get out of the boat. I'm like, no way. So they take the spud pole and they show you, and it's not touching the ground. I'm like, holy shit. You drive 40 yards, you're yep. in six inches of water. Six inches, yeah. and, and don't, they can and just don't tell. slow down either. And they can just tell just yeah. by looking at the area. Like The how, water's so dark. How close they are to the river. And I'm like, where's the river? So like <laughs> It's they, just water they forever. Just, they just boat the whole thing, so when it gets really low, they know where the main channel is and where the river is, and I'm yeah. just like, good Lord. So they're... Just speeding through all this shit. Cal's getting smacked in the face by trees, and I have a family of five in my boat. And I'm, like, trying to follow his bubbles, you know, in front of me. Because I'm, like, and this guy is a ming. You know, Nate Messer is a ming. Oh, yeah. He'll just, like, go through the hardest shit for no reason. For sure. And And here I am navigating. I'm watching him go, and I'm, like, no, I'm going to go over here. And there's no resistance. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, why did he- Nate's Nate's plowing me through trees, and Joey's just running down a fucking open alley. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? You Fuck know? yeah! And then it, it didn't work in my favor on the last one. They have like random like cuts with like trees going like this, and it's like you have to duck down. And every once in a while, like I had a good glove on my right hand, and I'm running the motor with my left, and I'm like have my hand like this so I don't get smacked in the eye. And then I I see the bubbles stop, and I'm like, oh no. Where is he? Nate took a hard left at that point. Hard left out of nowhere. Just and I didn't and I didn't know it. 
So I'm like going down this cut and it's like an inch and a half of water. I'm like, what the hell? And when you're running, you're going. Right. So then I'm going down this thing and we're stuck and there's no way to like put it through like a little gap. No way. They're so tight. And so I'm like, oh shit, we're going to have to back this thing up like a hundred yards, you know? And as I'm running, you're supposed to have the uh, kill switch Mm -hmm. around your wrist. And I disconnected mine on my mud buddy just because it would randomly get pulled out. I'm like, this is stupid, you know, and I'm not going to, what am I, a kid? I need to, you know, it's like a jet ski. I'm like, I'm not riding a jet ski. I'm not going to fall off this thing. So, and then the motor just stops. I'm like, what the hell? And then I had to call them back and they're like, what are you doing in this cut? I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know where I'm going. Joey's like, what's a cut? I have no idea where I'm going. And then I'm like, I can't get this motor to start. You know, it overheated that morning too. So I'm like, damn, what the fuck am I going to do? And then he's like, huh? He's like inspecting the motor and he's trying to run it. And he's like, hmm. He's like, hmm. He goes, kill switch. Where's the kill switch? I'm like, oh no, that's gone. Like that's gone, gone. You know, like we're not getting, I'm going to have to hold it with my finger the whole time or like hold it out. I'm like, damn it. And then it was at the bottom of the boat. So we're like, we were getting ready to like Teflon tape this thing open. And then he's like, it's right here. You fucking dumbass." <laughs> and then seriously, as soon as we got out of that cut, it was just a steep drop off to like 15 feet. I'm like, how do you guys just know yeah. this shit? You know, but yeah. for whatever reason, I am always the one. It's like, Hey, run that boat. Like, everyone's drunk in the summer, right? Yep. Hey, man, can you drive my $150,000 boat? No. Do you get it with other stuff, though, too, or is it just mostly, like, boating incidents? Uh, it's a it's a lot of boating. A lot of boating. Because we're in the I land get, of 10,000 lakes. Yeah. I mean, when I'm with you, I don't you don't ask me to do any of that shit, but, like, I get asked, and I think it's because people think because I grew up on a lake. Right. Well, no one really knows my st- No one knows that I grew up on a lake. Really? I mean, I don't really talk about the Bass Lake House. Yeah, I guess. But, like, they know you fish and that you have a boat. I don't know. Maybe it's just you're a boat guy. So now I guess I'm a boat guy. Got a boat. You're a boat guy. Got a pair of Sperry's in the back room here. and Big boat guy. Big boat guy. You know, but, like, um, run Bobcats. Yeah, because you grew up running Bobcats. Run Lulls. Grew up running Lulls. I'd never talked to them about my experience in construction. Like, hey, drive that machine. Anyone ever ask you how to play a trumpet? No. I was a big trumpet player, dude. Were you? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's why he actually I, really liked it. I loved playing the trumpet, and I really liked violin too. And violin guitar. was dope. Guitar was sick too. I played yeah. a couple of instruments. No one ever asked you how to play music, though. People ask me how to blow the goose instrument. Yeah, that's there. You go. Yeah. No. Man of many, many talents. <laughs> Bobcats, goose calls, boats, heavy machinery. Really <laughs> big, big boat guy. Big boat. <laughs> big boat big boat guy. Big boat guy. I got a you big need a boat. boat driven or back down or I got a big boat worked on. My legs, Joey can you know? do it. Um, no, we were we were sixteen, Hunter. And this is a this is a bad story, but we can choose to cut it out if we want to. But um, we got drunk at sixteen or seventeen. Who's we? A bunch of friends from high school. Okay. And my buddy had a construction site where it was like a big Lennar like neighborhood that was going to be built is like a thousand homes or something. So all the dirt work was being done and everything. And he had six wheelers at his house and we were like, man, I wish, I wish we knew where the keys were for these, the ma- Bobcat, for, these ma- for this machinery. You know, there was like backhoes and like, um, 
you front grade, end loaders you grade and shit. out you grade out the road with it. I forget what it's called. Steamroller? Uh no, the other one with the big with the big uh uh bucket on the front. You just like push it. Front end loader. Front end loader? Okay. Yeah. So and I'm like, no, I think I know where the keys are. So I pulled down the visor. Yes. Nothing was there. I'm like, shit. Hmm. Oh, the manual box. So I went in the manual box. Keys are right there. I'm Hell like, yeah. this is really bad. Yeah. Like, really, really bad. I'm drunk as shit at 17, about to he- operate some heavy machinery. Yes. Like, in a fucking neighborhood. And these are not my machines, you know. Oh. <laughs> so I built us a huge jump in, like, 20 minutes because I grew up operating bobcats. <laughs> So I take like this excavator and I just put a bunch of dirt there and then I take the bobcat and I smooth it down. Yep. Dude, I'm like operating heavy machinery at night. Yeah. And they're just like drinking, like having fun. And then we take these six wheelers off these jumps. Unreal. Dude, we got some air. Oh, I bet. Because like, it's like a runway. Yep. All of a sudden there's a jump there. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'll never forget. Joey learned this from his dad. Yeah. yeah. Because when we were kids, Joey's dad used to take us to his new construction neighborhoods or My dad where used they were to building, build homes. building houses, you know? And he would build these fucking jumps for us for, to go off on our bikes. And dude, uh, I will never forget, there was one time that his dad made a ramp and it was one of those ones where you go up it and then you just, you're not supposed to go off of it. You know what? You just go up it, you ride it over, then you go back down it, you know? And we were we were having a good ass time. We've been riding our bikes all day, and man, I uh, I decided I was gonna go over this fucking jump, and I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize I had too much speed. Dude, these were not little jumps. No, bro, this these was like big jumps. What do you think that jump that the one that we were supposed to just go up and down to get speed? Remember oh, but that yeah. I went off of. What do you think that was like a, a eight or ten foot jump? Yeah. Yeah, it's just pretty big. like yeah. It's no, big. like you start your bike at the top of that to get yep. speed. Like you dig out the foundation of a home, you put all the dirt in one spot. Yep. That's what we were going down to oh get my. speed to go off of jumps. Yep. Like it was <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. Wild. And like <laughs> I went down the from the hill and got way too much fucking speed. And do you remember me eating shit? Oh yeah. Yeah, I flew off this fucking ramp, dude. I was so high in the air, and it was not built to catch me. It wasn't long enough up top. Just flat. Bro, (laughs) came over this eight-foot jump, and I fucking fell eight feet straight to the ground, dude, with my bike. And I've never had the wind knocked out of me so hard. <laughs> and Rob and Joey came over, and Rob was laughing his <laughs> ass off. And he's like, bud, that's the ramp you go up and down to get more speed. He's like, you're not supposed to go off of it. <laughs> he's like, like, holy eight years old, shit, dude. man. He's like, are you all right? <laughs> dude, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't say a fucking word. I was like, <laughs> Cal was a big crier back then, too. Big cry. Did I cry that day? Oh, oh man! How could you not cry from that? <laughs> Dude, you fell eight Fucking feet eight, off a bike. Eight years old, <laughs> taking eight foot ramp. Joey's like he was a crier. I'm eight. Yeah, no, he's a big crier. <laughs> that was so funny. Lose a game of kickball, get all pissed off, cry, run away. You know? Oh Unreal. man! Did you ever get in trouble when you made those jumps when you were like seventeen? No, never got caught. Did you just? Wa- did you just take them down at the end of the night? No. You left him. Yeah. Why would I take him down? Imagine being the guy in the morning pulling up and all of a sudden. No shit. What the fuck? Seven foot jump. (laughs) Fucking six wheeler jump. 
<laughs> and beer bottles everywhere. Uh, He's like, God damn it, we're not leaving the fucking keys in the Bobcats anymore. You had to know it was the soup that showed up and the guy that left on Friday because the soup wasn't there. The guy that left on Friday for sure just left the keys in the cat. Oh, yeah. That guy got his ass chewed on Monday morning. Dude, um, out of like all those endeavors, because it was like every weekend we did that. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. And uh, they didn't the, set up a trail cam to catch your dumb asses. No. The best part is too, no, when we you're do it 16, on different. We do it on different ends of the property because they get to a different spot. Sure. Every week. And fuck, it was awesome. But um, the baddest thing we ever did was. We we go into the machine and they did move the keys, okay. But the the cab wasn't locked, and so I'm guessing they took it. And there was a note on the seat saying, "No keys left in vehicle." It's like whatever. They're just letting you know. Oh yeah, and we we're all like just bummed out, you know. And we're like, <laughs> but being 16, you're but like, being, this isn't the end of this. We, we were, I think it was senior year, so senior, I was 17. 17, and. Uh, my buddy's like, dude, they got fire extinguishers in here. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, javelin. Like, What are you talking about? So there were two six-wheelers, and you have like four people on, <laughs> you have four people on one and four people on the other one. And, each, and, you each, and each four-wheeler had two fire extinguishers. And as you drive past each other, you just unload the fire extinguisher. <laughs> And we go back to our buddy's house, and his parents had no idea. Just covered that we in were fucking fire We were just covered in white shit. <laughs> it was so bad. Holy shit. It was so bad. And that I looked up how toxic that shit yeah, is, dude. You guys yeah. just eating to it. To breathe it in. So bad. And we're just like, ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> drinking fucking beers. Accidentally drinking some white shit for oh. sure. Yeah. I, honestly, if I die of lung cancer. <laughs> From nicotine and fire extinguishers and insulation, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 100%. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Oh, my gosh, dude. Fuck. That's fucking funny. What's the craziest thing you ever did as a kid, even though that was like a year ago? Because yeah. you're so young. <laughs> yeah. God, I don't know. That literally is a year ago for yeah, you. For yeah. Sure. You guys do any stupid ass shit in high school? Oh, yeah. Well, you're from Cato. No. Nope. Faribault. Oh, Faribault. Even yeah. worse. Yeah. I went to a small private school in Faribault. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Shattuck St. Mary's? No, BA. <laughs> Not Shattuck. Okay. I have no idea what BA right. is. But yeah, okay. What was the wildest shit? Uh, without getting yourself in trouble. Are you going to get yourself in trouble? Nah, get yourself in yeah, trouble. Yeah, fuck it. I want to hear it. Oh, God. I don't I'll know. edit it out. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I did a lot of dumb stuff. I'm trying to think of the funny, very funny stuff. <laughs> I'll tell you some God. dumbass shit we did. Remember when we fucking signed Ryan's yard? <sighs> Bro, me and Wallen and this guy Dylan, our buddy from high school, me and Matt went on this fucking mission. Our, well, you got to give us some preface. So yeah. Ryan was the TP king. Ryan was TP king. So the he would TP king, bro. Everyone, bro. And you would Doesn't be. Doesn't matter if you were his best friend, he'd just TP your yard. Yeah, <laughs> definitely wouldn't matter. And the group that he would bring with him to TP changed. Assassins. 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 I mean, he was. Assassins. He would train you to be an assassin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was this during like homecoming or anything? Or no. Just, no, bro. No, it was just any time of the year. Any time of the year. Any time of the year. It matter. Straight winner, TP'd, bud. Fuck it. Fall TP'd. Oh, so the best part is like sometimes you'd get the invite, Ryan would be like, sleep over at my house. And you knew what that meant. Dude, his parents would drive us 
Yeah, they to would go literally and drive someone to our buddies. I I was on the on the mission to TP Cal's house, which oh. was fucked. <laughs> By the way, because I was on so many of the TP missions. Remember when we TP'd Becky's house? That was a good that night. was a wild night, dude, dude. You know, have you ever TP'd someone's house? Oh yeah, yeah. You Bro. know, let's say it's so much fun because you might get caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like someone will turn on a light. You're like, shit, and you just book it. <laughs> but like Becky's house, those lights were off, bro. Every oh, yeah, every dude. light in the neighborhood was Fucking off. So bitch, we were there for bro. like three and a half hours. <laughs> just <laughs> we, dude, we threw so much TP. I legit think we went through like a hundred rolls of toilet paper you at that chick's house. Walmart out. The best part was too, dude. Like, didn't we get dropped off? Yeah, by his yeah. Parents. So his pa- Ryan's parents brought us. Yeah, they loved then it. Then they would just loop the block, dude. They thought it was so. We funny. had to go back to the car to get provisions. I remember we had to call Chris, and she came back around. We went and pop the trunk, you know. Yeah. Pull out the next forty-eight pack, you know. It's just like every dollar we had was going to TP. Anyway, dude, Ryan. So he would fuck everybody, and I remember he got me good twice in one year, and he so was like, like not. He would just be like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. He would tell <laughs> yeah. you. You'd be like, you TP my house? And he'd be like, yep. And it was Monday. So by Sunday afternoon, you had cleaned all the TP out of your dad's fucking yard already. So, you know, anytime that happens, your day's shot. Weekend over. You're just cleaning toilet paper for fucking two days. So eventually, man, me and Matt decided that it was time that this dude get his fucking fair share back, you know? Yeah. So, bro, we like came up with a whole fucking plan. We literally drew. I remember we drew a strategy map, mm-hmm. and we enlisted our like buddies to help us. So we had a getaway driver. Um, fuck. I yeah. Skip our buddy cereal. Skip. You had cereal. You had hold on, signs. hold on. Yeah, we had fruity like we had fruity pebbles because if you if you sprinkle fruity pebbles in someone's grass during yeah. you know spring or fall. It dies their whole grass fucking tie dye. <laughs> no way. Oh yeah, bro. If it because gets wet, the color, dude, not dude, it gets it wet. Out. That color just seeps into the fucking grass. And so also, you're not getting it out. Really? No. Yeah, you have to grow it out, dew. buddy. You got to grow it out and then cut it. <laughs> so we had we had TP so much TP. We had fruity fruity pebbles. We had caution flags, the yellow ones that you just drop in the ground. Yeah. And then it was perfect because it was fucking election time. So me and Matt went on the night of elections and we drove around for three days after the elections. Just, we would literally go around in a fucking trailer. Mind it's illegal. You. Oh yeah, totally illegal. Super illegal. In a trailer. And I would just hop out, grab someone's fucking yard sign, throw it right in the trailer and get back in the truck. Oh dude. Yeah. So yeah. bro, we collected 196 yard signs. All right. <laughs> Ryan, this motherfucker got his share, bud. We fucking fruity looped the yard. We put TP in every tree. We had fucking yellow caution flags. We bought a thousand pack. Yeah. They're just everywhere in the yard. Set up 196 yard signs. In his front yard, there was like a hundred yard signs. So people were driving through the neighborhood, hundred fucking yard signs. Dude. One of my proudest works of art. I mean, when we were leaving, I was taking pictures like it was like my fucking moment, you know, just look at this motherfucker. I somewhere probably on a cell phone still have pictures of it, but man, we had the getaway driver just waiting down the fucking street. Oh, yeah. So awesome. Had to. The best part was too, while we were doing it, um, a car came by, right? So like in the neighborhood, it's like two or two thirty in the morning. 
and this guy drives. He drives the cul-de-sac. We're standing in the front yard <laughs> with like 85 yard signs set up and toilet paper in every tree. And he just slowly, like five miles per hour, creeps by and then just drives off. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Didn't say a word. And we were like, guess we just go back to work. Just kept fucking slinging yard signs. Guy never called, never said anything. He just probably drove by. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Anyway. I actually do. I yeah. thought of one. All right, good. It's kind of like the same as teeping and stuff like that. But so this would have been like, I don't even know how old I would have been, 13 or something like that. Me and my buddies. So like two years ago. Yeah, so like two or three years ago, okay. whatever. Got yep. it. And one of my buddies, he's kind of just always that one guy, we should do this. And everybody thinks it's a bad idea, whatever. Yeah. And- it was after the 4th of July, and he's like, look what I got. Took one of his dad's, you know, those, like, four or five-inch mortars? Oh, big mortar. Oh, yeah. Those yep. big ones. And so, like, when we were younger, we played ding-dong ditch, kick the can, like, tag and stuff. Oh, and I know where this might this, be going. Because this bad. old man that, like, lived around our block, and he hated it when we ran through his yard. Hated it. Classic. So yeah, you decided it. to provoke him more. So it was like we were we were having a sleepover. We we're all hanging out, and the one kid pulls it out. He's like, "Look at this." We're all like, "Okay." He's like, "You know what we should do with it? Whatever." We went over to his house, <laughs> and I have a I have a bigger friend. He always wear cowboy boots. Can't run fast at all. <laughs> Dude. Big doozy cowboy boots. Yeah, don't run like, fast. Down the blacktop, down the road. He lit that thing. He did. <laughs> Closed it. My friend didn't know what was going on. Only I. What in the mailbox? Like, in the mailbox. <laughs> oh my god! What time is it? This is at like one in the morning. Fuck yeah. Dude, in the middle of the night. My friend has a video on his phone. My buddy, it is cowboy boots. It just boom, boom, boom down the road. We're sprinting. I mean, me and my buddies are pretty fast, so we're gone. And we look back, and my buddy's still fifty yards behind us, just running. And in the video, it's him running, and all of a sudden the thing goes boom. Like when it goes to shoot up in the air, so it didn't like blow up yet, but it just went boom, and you saw like a light flash in his mailbox. <laughs> and as he's coming to us, it just boom, and the whole mailbox exploded like off the post, just absolutely gone. All the lights turned on within 30 seconds, and we biked so fast home. It was so funny. Dude, did the rest of them still go off? It was no, it was just one mortar. Oh, like, it was just one big like, one. You know those big mortars you put in the tubes? <laughs> It was oh, yeah. one of those. It was like the four inch, like you got about 10 seconds and oh, yeah. it's going off. Dude. It, that yeah, mailbox was gone. You're reminding me of a lot of stories. Same, we, bro. We did that exact thing to my buddy's literal next door neighbor. <laughs> That's the best when you're a kid too. Put you it, just like think you're never going to yeah. get in trouble for it. So it's well, like, you and, just fucking TP the neighbor. It's like next door. Dude. And like my buddy... <laughs> My buddy literally goes, hey, man, uh, we're going to put it in this asshole's mailbox. And I'm like, why? You know, I didn't know anything about this guy. I'm like, why are we going to put it in this mailbox? He's like, because he always has a fucking RV parked on the road. and You're not supposed to park it there. And, you know, he always he got me in trouble. He ratted on me for sneaking out one night. And he's a fucking asshole. I was like, okay. And he opens up the mailbox and he goes, his mail's in it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> lights the wick and I'm like hey that's a felony he's like good and just like <laughs> boom it. the amount of mail that just fly. fucking flying like the guy didn't check his mail in two months like that much mail in his mailbox because the amount filing cabinet the amount mailbox. of 
flaming paper in the air. <laughs> After that, there's like confetti coming dude, down. Dude, it's so loud. Worst story ever, bro, is we TP'd the fucking neighbors. Okay, so like we TP'd the fucking neighbors. And yes. dude, Julie, for fucking next morning, so smart. Like, are we the dumbest kids ever? Yes. Walks over, knocks on the fucking door. My mom answers. Julie goes, hey, just quick question. You missing any toilet paper? <laughs> My mom goes up, had a fucking 96 pack, gone. And she's like, oh, that's weird. I am. Why do you ask? <laughs> she's like, I've got about 96 rolls of toilet paper in my trees. <laughs> we had to clean it. Fuck. Dude. God, you're dumb when you're a kid, huh? You're like your mom. That was find so much fun, You're though. TPing people. Oh, yeah. 96 rolls of toilet paper just gone. Why was that the funnest shit in the world that you got <sighs> such a rush from it? I remember that feeling right now. Dude, I've never laughed Same. harder. Like, my stomach oh. hurt. Like, I was on the ground crying. Just because my friend couldn't run fast and he was in his cowboy boots. It, it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever dude, seen. Dude, I found, like, I lived far away from my school, and it was, like, out in the middle of the country. It was on a dead-end road. And so, like, no one ever tried to come and TP me, right? Because, like, you could see him coming from a mile away. Yep. And also, my mom just never slept. And so, like, she would just know, right? And I got wind that some dickheads were coming to my house to TP some stuff. And one thing led to another. I had four paintball guns at my house. For some reason. They were not mine. And I checked all the CO2 and the hoppers and everything was full. And I'm like, yes. Yes. So I laid outside waiting for these assholes for like two hours. And I'm sitting there and I'm texting the girl that I'm talking to at the time. And uh, it, it was her brother was coming to my house. Daniel. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, I go, oh, I got to go. So I waited till they like got a couple rolls out. Like, dude, they parked so far down the road. Hell yeah, so had far to, down the road. To do that. And they're, I could hear them from a mile away walking up the road. I'm like, damn, these guys are fucked. <laughs> yeah. And I had two friends there with me. We're hiding in the bushes, and I let them get a couple rolls, and then all of them go to one side of the house where we were sitting. Like behind these bushes, and they were like big bushes, dude. You weren't gonna see us. Like great for teeping too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the ones where it's like the really hard branches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arborvitaes, the worst <laughs> ones to get TP. Out the of. worst ones. Yeah, and uh, we waited till all of them gathered. There was like seven of them, and we just fucking peppered the shit out of them, <sighs> like bad, like all in the face. Oh, and they're oh, like yeah. running down the road, covered we, in paint. Then we got in our car in my buddy's truck and we found them on the road. And they dude, they probably parked a mile and a half dude, away. Is it the and best we when you paintball them the entire way back to their, their cars? Car. Oh, oh, oh. No, we paintballed them yeah, all by the way. Driving they're they're running. Yeah. And we're just like, <laughs> fuck you. Point blank. Do, 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 just do. fucking point blank. <laughs> and I never got TP'd ever again. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you will get amazing. It was so good. That is so awesome. Dude, they came at like 11.30. It's the best that you got tipped off, though. I know. Yeah, the girl I was seeing tipped me off. And I was like, absolutely. Great fortune. She's like, get them bad. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. The thing was, though, too, is like, you couldn't probably have ever TP'd Joey's house because we were up until 3 a.m. every Friday and Saturday at his house, no matter what. Like, you would start, you'd be fucked. Yeah, we'd hear you. For sure. We'd see you. We were outside till like 3 a.m. anyway, too. God, that was so much fun. 
Mm-hmm. I miss having zero responsibilities. Me too. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Midwest Flyways podcast. Be sure to leave us a review or a rating on Apple and Spotify and go to midwestflyways.com slash shop for all your latest Midwest Flyways merchandise. All right, should we do a spotlight? Mm-hmm. I got a spotlight. I want to talk about these uh, canvas back waders that are a full body waiter. Okay. Brand new to the market. I think they're like two years old, actually. Yeah. No, they they started production two years ago because we talked to them about uh, sponsoring the podcast. Right. Which is pretty wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Pretty full circle. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to like bring up the idea of it and just see kind of what your guys' thoughts were, if you would ever actually use it, if you would wear it, if it's like a situational thing. Because I think in my head, I'm like, yeah, I would only ever do this situationally. Yeah. Yeah. So your thought is only situationally? Yeah. I think I it's I think it'd be cool to have, you know, but am I going to go out and use it? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Cuz where I get in trouble is not like it barely going over my waiter line. I'm going in, you know. So like it's still going to get up my wrist and on my arms and it's still going to get well, they have in a, over they my have neck. Well, they have a seal. Like your arms have I a know, seal, but like once that shit gets wet though, you're fucked. Yeah. Totally. You're fucked. Yeah, it's in your whole body. <laughs> like once you like really get in the water, yep, you're fucked. Yeah, once you're a part of the water. Yeah, you become. You become. Yeah, and it's inside your fucking suit. The only thing just, I can think of is for a like a photographer, videographer standpoint, yeah. like everybody wants to get on the ground like inches off the water and mm-hmm. you're always like hunching over like dude, if you can get your elbows and stuff up in the water without getting like wet. Mm. Like that'd be kind of awesome, but also you ever think about just like holding your camera by the water and then tilting the screen towards you? Well, that too, but you know what I mean. It's dangerous. In the sense of, I've done that before too. That's what I feel like some people would like to. Well, like you have more stability, hunched down like this, and your elbows in the water versus going like this. Making a joke, right? So don't be a dick. Um, (laughs) No, that's actually that's a good utilization of that. I never thought of that. Me too. Connor would probably like it. I was going to say, um, I thought about like, if you were having to like work in the water, you know, like yeah. there's like, if you're taking docks out or like, if you're actually like working in the water all day, Oh yeah, I think it'd be probably really nice to have. Yeah. I bet you it has a lot of utilities outside of waterfowl. Yeah. The only thing yeah. I can think of is how hot that would be. It's not, well, it's a breathable. Yeah. It's oh, totally it's breathable. breathable. It's not insulated. Oh, okay. So, which though, like midsummer, if you were working outside, that would suck. Yeah. It's tricky. Like, have you worn waders in the summer? Oh yeah. So what what were you wearing under them? Shorts, like just skivvies, dude. Exactly. Guy doesn't wear boxers. Exactly. So that's your problem. Because I've tried it a lot, trout fishing with his brother, because I just get so damn hot, and I'm wearing like these two hundred fifty dollar Cabela's waders yep. that there's nothing on them, right? But I'm still just boiling. Oh yeah. I'm like damn. Like the the boot is twelve hundred insulate, but it's not my feet that are super hot. It's like wherever the material is touching my bare skin. Exactly. Yeah. So then I'd wear. Have you you go to Costco at all or no? Yeah. They have fifteen dollar pants that look really good. They're super thin, waterproof like the tech pants. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I wore those in my waders, and I'm like, I'm great. I'm cool. I'm not too hot. But the second any Bare skin, touch that waiter pant or the waiter, instantly boiling. Yep. So I think that's the ticket. So if you were to wear that in the summer, just make sure you're wearing a long sleeve and 
um, pants, and I think you'll be okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't. Not yeah. maybe. That that that's like how I it works. I just feel like I'd still be hot. Yeah, you'd be hot, but you're not gonna be like boiling. I think it's yeah, yeah. No, the material gets fucking hot. That breathable material, it's just like, just gets hot. Right. I think, and then you touch it, and now you're fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. I think it's a really cool idea, and <coughs> the story of those two guys. One was a lawyer, and another guy was like in production of some sort. Yeah, I think it was a sales guy, and um, they had a really cool story of how they started it, and they just poured so much money into it on their own, and they did it in a smart way too, so they didn't have to like do two hundred fifty grand of um, R and D. Yep. And so I was like, hmm, that's a really cool. I mean, it seemed like it's a cool a, deal to it's me. It's definitely a cool idea, and like, I think, I mean, if it if it was just strictly <coughs> situational, I think it makes a lot of sense. I just can't see myself putting them on like every time I go to hunt, like putting that on. But right. and then I just wondered too about like layering. Like they tried to come up with like a whole layering system, you know, Did to they? go with it. Yeah, so that you know it made sense with the jacket. But I just in my head I was like, okay, I'm wearing this breathable like jacket, and then I got to put layers over the breathable jacket. You know, I don't know, just kind of a weird, not sure how that would hmm. work. Oh, work it's but, a very interesting huh. product spotlight. Yeah. Um, okay, we can move on. Bless. Did you, unless you had a spotlight. No. No spotlight. You want to do new fling study love? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to start it. Did you have some? Yeah. Okay. Do you have any? Do you know what it is? Yeah, it kind of explained it. What's new to you that you like? All right, I'll, up go, about? I'll go first. What's like that thing that's always steady for you, like no matter what? You're doing it, mm-hmm. and then what's fallen out of favor with you? Yep. Where it's like, mm, I used to like it when I was younger, and now that I've got more experience, whatever, I won't ever use it again. Yeah. Mine, mine is on waterfall related this week, but I'll go first. Okay, so new fling, currently driving a car. Truck's at the shop. Why is the truck at the shop? CV though? axle. Oh. CV axle. Uh-oh. Yep, so truck's at the shop, so I'm driving a they car They doing right a heating now. core at the same time? Or nope. What? <laughs> nope. He hasn't had heat all winter. I'm just fine. It's How? fine. I'm just going to... I'll be I'll be good. It's not like I don't... I have some, like, very minimal heat. I can get the truck, like, 20 to 30 degrees warmer than it is outside. So if it's, if it's like, 30 outside, shit's dope in the truck. If it's, like, negative 5 outside, it's, it's pretty shitty in the truck. Oh, I bet. You got a buddy heater? I got a heated blanket that I plug into the fucking Volter, you know? The 12 volt. Yep. And then I do the, I got the heated steering wheel, heated seat still working good. <laughs> so I just, yeah, man. You know, wear a jacket. Yeah. Bro. He's trying to make his 2011 a 2023. He's yep. got heated seats with the blanket, the heated yep. blanket plugged into the 12 volt. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Rolling like a big shot. tuned up. Oh, he's got a buddy yep. heater pointed at the windshield so he's legal. <laughs> Fuck. No, because That's it does. So funny. Well, it does get warm enough in there. Like no matter what, it will defrost. What from your breath? <laughs> I gotta, dude. I'm, luckily, luckily, it will defrost a little bit. In high school, I had the Honda. The Honda had no heat, no AC, and not even a little bit. So I had to have the ice scraper inside. Oh you know God. when you breathe and it's like the fucking windows got the ice shield on it. Yeah. You gotta scrape the fucking interior ice. The dash is just covered in fucking water and ice. So, so <laughs> stupid. Oh my God. 
So okay. that's that's my new fling. Uh, steady love. Uh, driving in the snow. Shit don't change around here. Got warm for a minute. Thought we were done with it for a second. Sun was shining every day. You were like, whoa. Could be spring almost. Nope. It just continues to fucking rail us in snow. So, driving so you a car. Could, you could drive in the snow every day? That's your steady love? No, no, no. That's See, that's not like... Yeah, kind of, I guess. I just... <laughs> yeah, you you live in it. It's part of your life. Mm. It's just happening all the time. I guess, truthfully, I don't love it. So... <laughs> It's just steady, though. It's still happening. Sure. Uh, old news. Getting work done easily. Keep snowing. Really hard to frame houses and shit when you're just spending half the day clearing fucking decks off. Mm. Clearing snow off. I don't miss that. You got to wear, co- you know, you're wearing fucking 10 layers of clothes trying to fucking swing a hammer, do your work, carry sheets of plywood. You know, you put on fucking bibs and pants and big boots and jacket and then you're carrying fucking plywood it just sucks it's like oh my god and everything's I mean, harder just and i slow. feel bad because you got a little dick and so trying <laughs> yeah. to get that dick out of that six inches of clothing trying to get two inches out of six to go inches, to the pisser yeah. right dude yeah you gotta strip down right yeah I I otherwise you're all pissing off. all over yourself and you're warm right. for a little bit but then it gets cold yeah that's exactly it man it's the worst I understand. you know and the sh- shitting in the biffy yeah, it's not. It's good. like you have to, but no, yeah, it's a fifteen-minute ordeal even to get onto the shitter. Yeah, you got to take not, everything off. I fucking hate bibs, that. jackets. Got to come and off. Then you but don't then you want to put it back on. Then you're fucking cold. You know, sitting in the biffy, so then the jacket and everything's got to go back on. But your legs are just shaking. Hmm. It's the worst, dude. When you're cold, when your butt touches that cold porta john yep. seat. Oh, yep. Yeah. I don't know about you. Like, I take my time when I take a shit. You know, you can't rush a masterpiece. That's no. right. I don't want hemorrhoids. I don't want any, like, terrible shit that comes with taking a shit, you know? Yep. And it's like, if your legs start to get a little numb, so be it. I'm almost done. Cool, you know? But the second your ass touches that cold seat, everything comes out of you. It sucks. Everything. Way quicker than you but, want it to. And then the worst know? part is, you know, you're so fucking froze up. You know, you're like... I got to get back up, put all this shit back on, you know? And your ass is still cold for like 15 minutes after it. Yeah, you got to go fucking run a lap to get back to (laughs) fucking full strength. You're already getting shit talked on the job site because you had to take a shit at all. Mm. Oh, yeah, I've been in the pooper while you guys are working. (laughs) You love that. It's like everyone shits, though, dude. Mm. You take a shit. (laughs) And I work while you shit. Yeah, but you, you take abnormally long shits. Can we agree to that? You can't rush a masterpiece. You said it yourself. Yeah, but forty minutes is. Too Are you long. a TikTok scroller though? Like no, not TikTok a TikTok. Time? I I'm very guilty of hitting emails in the toilet. Okay. I'll just be like, this is email time. I'll TikTok while well, I should. I'll, I'll TikTok too. But yeah. like, I won't sit there after I'm done. No. You know, like no. I'm I'm sitting there and I'm not gonna like force out this shit. Yeah. You know, so like fifteen minutes is very common. Yeah. Forty, like Cal. I don't. I don't take forty minutes. It's forty job site shit. Forty, no. Twenty maybe though. You're forty. <laughs> twenty. <laughs> get into the twenties. Just half an hour. You could do it. You could get into the twenties for sure. You know, just you're just firing off emails. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, you're yeah. like, boom, 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 boom. you forget what you're even doing. Oh, like, what am you, I doing yeah. Here? You're like, I'm an email guy right now. Yeah. It's like you're not even on a job site. You're like, I'm an office guy. Mm. In my office, personal little personal office, hitting yeah. emails. So All right, you I got like that. You got new fling study level news. Yeah, dude. Um, so I've always been 
a, a gun strap guy always. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just because, especially when you're field hunting, dude, and you're you're parked the trucks and whatever, and you're carrying all your stuff out like you can't drive out to the field, and so you're carrying all your shit out there. It's like I get sick of carrying my gun, like in my arm, like I'm a pheasant hunter, or yeah. I have to carry it with my hand, and then you're just carrying so much shit, right? So I, I've I've always loved a gun strap, so I can just throw it over my shoulder and I can carry more shit. However, um, R.W. Coolidge came out with a timber strap. It it sucks. I should preface this. I should I hate a strap when you're not water hunting and you're in a layout. It gets caught on shit. Drives me nuts. Yep. Drives me nuts. But like you notice how everyone's coming out with those little straps so you can put on a tree. It's like this big. You know, it's like three inches long. R.W. Coolidge came out with a, a timber strap that's made of leather. It's fucking sweet. So that's my new love. I can't wait to get mine from you. Yeah, it's here. Don't. I'll give it to you. You know? But. Okay. Um, new love. Love that. Yeah, that's my new love. That's um, your new fling, you mean? Or new fling. Yeah, Steady yeah. love now? Steady love, man. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I was thinking about that. Um, Luke Severson is guiding in South Dakota any minute. And he's like, hey, can I borrow your tangle free panels? I was like, sure. I'm like, dude, I fucking love these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do love the panel blind. Yeah, it's dope. And it's just so nice. It's always been nice. The second I got it, it was a bad investment right away. Like when they first came out, they were 300 bucks a piece. That shit sucked. And I bought two and I bought them both at a show for 180 ish because I knew the vendor and I was like, hey, you're going to bring that home with you? And he's like, no. 180 bucks. I was like, cool. So I bought one for like 220 and then one for 180. So now I have like a complete set. And as I'm like taking them out, I'm like, damn, you have been through a lot. Oh, yeah. I had one of them. I've had one of them for like seven years now. And then the other one's for like four. And like they're faded and like the camouflage looks like shit. But if you're depending on the camouflage, so be it. But then also like their straps were too tight. So you can't get enough grass in there. So I went through and cut with a knife every other. To make the straps bigger so you can put more grass in there. Mm-hmm. Dude, game changer. Oh, yeah. Game changer. And it made it unbelievable. So that's my steady love is panel blinds. Dope. So mobile. Yeah, so great. I do like panel blinds. They're awesome. <coughs> and then what's the last Old one called news. again? Old news. Yeah, something you're off of now. You're on to something better. You'd, I mean, I could, I could say easy enough like the, the normal gun strap, you know, but sure. I already talked about that. So that is a I would flip say, flop. You could do it like that. Yeah, I could do that, but that's lazy. You know, and our listeners deserve better than that. <laughs> they do. You know? Like you filling out a sheet. Yeah, but I don't need a sheet to like know where we're going. You know, you just tell me what the next thing is, and then I can come up with it on the spot because that's who I am. There you go. You know, but I'd say old old news. Old news. Um, anything but Texas rigs mm, for yeah. floater decoys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I cannot stand strap weights. I cannot stand the old X ones like this that pull every weed out of the fucking lake. And I can't stand wrapping the cord around the damn decoy. That yeah, is such old news. One. Like, I know, would, but like, I'm, I just can't do it anymore. Like when people is, are like, hey, I got decoys for sale. Same. They always have a strap weight on always it. Always a strap a weight. terrible string that will break and you have to retie. Yep. The old timers love that shit. Dude, I can't do it. And and I don't understand. I always like, when you hunt with people that have that, I'm like, Why? Like, my They're first question when they're like, here's the decoys I got, and they take them out, I'm like, dude, please help me help you. 
how how do you still have these? <laughs> this is bad, dude. I don't know. That's my got that's it. My old deal. You got these, Hunter. You want to skip this one this week? Pussy boy. I'll do them. All right, do it, dude. You got to explain to me. All right, you ready? Uh, first one, new fling. What's a what's a new thing that you've really enjoyed using or whatever? Or just it doesn't even have to be hunting, but you hunt a lot, so I'm guessing you have one. I'm gonna have to go with my truck for this one. It's got new tires, new wheels. So I have like there I have a one ton truck, right? And the stock tires are super skinny. Mm-hmm. I mean they're eight inches or whatever they are, and I got new twelve wides. I do not sink at all in fields. It's super nice. Hmm. That is super nice. Okay, so you're loving some new new uh, wheels. Yeah. Dope. These hunting purposes and stuff going in fields. What's your steady love, dude? Just always treated you right. Kissed you at night. Yep. yep. Held uh, you. Cradled by your, your balls. Side, maybe even. Cradled you. Cradled your balls. <laughs> Cradled yeah. the balls. You know? God, that's that's um, that third hand you want, you know? Dude, I don't know. My camera. Your Probably, camera? Yeah, I'll go with my There you camera. go. Okay. What, that's is, it? what is it? Canon 80D. I am going to be getting a new one, though. So I'm excited for that, too. That'll be cool. Yeah. So it's not your steady love. Well, no, it is. Get rid of it. It's been. It's been your steady love. She's been used. She's been good for you? Yeah. Made you some money? Yeah. Brought you places you never thought you'd be? For sure, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so that's been good. And what's the fucking dog shit? What's the old news, bro? What are you off of? My driveway. (laughs) I have a half-mile driveway. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Solid mud. Well, whoever, people that designed the driveway when they made it and stuff like that before when my house was built, yep, they decided on the west side of my driveway to have like a five, six foot like grass mound hill. Mm-hmm. So when the Perfect snow drifts, for pushing snow. Yeah. So when the snow drifts, we normally have good west wind, so it's pushing. So there's just huge drifts across my driveway. So we have like five, six foot drifts right now. Yes. And when it gets warm and rains, it's like an inch of standing water Fuck on my yeah, driveway. Yeah, and then ice. My truck's covered in mud. And then ice. And then ice. It's yeah. terrible. I hate my driveway. It's so bad. That is that is shit. Maybe it's time to move out. I know, exactly, right? Yeah. Do you plow it? Yeah. Yeah. You, we have a blower. You okay. can't plow it because it's super long and there's really not a lot of spots to push it off to, so you have to blow it all. Mm. Oh. Big blower? We have a 10-foot blow on our bobcat. So you know, nice. That's it works a, good. That's a big blower. Yeah. One, two pass. That's, a, that's a wider path than Joey's got coming into his fucking driveway. That's like, that thing's a tunnel, bud. Mm-hmm. When I pulled down it, I was like, oh. Dude, I tell you what, man. You know what's the true steady love? Yeah. Like, out of everything, is when you live in the country, fucking Bobcat. Oh, yeah. Dude, you can do anything. Anything. With that motherfucker. I got stuck in my driveway because, like, we had... Six foot drifts yep. in this driveway over here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, you know, we had a tire pop off the bobcat and the plow truck got stuck in the ditch and we had to hire someone to come and plow out our, uh, plow out our driveway and I had to go to the ER. So, like, I just didn't have time to get to yours. I was like, well, I can do it. You know, I'll take the bobcat out and I'll do it. And, like, I got stuck. Did they get the bobcat fixed on? Yeah. Then? Yeah, okay, the bobcat yeah. got fixed. And, um... I'm like, well, I'll just do it. You know, like, you don't need to, like, plow every day for me because we've got sure. so much snow right, this year, right. you know? Like, I can help. And uh, there's so much snow over here. And I'm like, hmm, I'm just going to put the put the bucket low and just give her hell through it and see where I get stuck. And it was, like, the last quarter of the driveway, and I was just, like, plowing through it, you know? 
And uh, I finally got stuck, and I'm like, hmm, I can't go forward or backwards. I'm really stuck. So I just put the bucket down and pushed myself backwards. Dude, you can do anything with a bobcat. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, anything. Yeah. Just tilt your bucket and just push it while you're going backwards. Push yourself yeah. out. Dude. Walk yourself down a hill. Steady, get yourself off a hill. The fucking steady love of yesteryear. Bobcats. Yeah. Or skid loaders, whatever the fuck. So and when cool. you're 17, you can make jumps. For six it's true. Fuck, yep. That's <laughs> true. You get the best, though, of the bobcat world because it's, like, so part-time. When you get in it, it's, like, fun. Yeah, it is fun for me. You know what I mean? When you're, like, working in a bobcat all the time, when you get in the bobcat, it's just headache. All you can think of is, like, how soon will I have a fucking headache? I don't know. Like, now that we have AirPods, it's not bad. Plowing snow in a bobcat oh, is yeah. the fucking yeah, it's, worst. You, don't, you can't get enough with it. You it's know? the so it's just, worst. It's monotonous. Well, but, bro, and, like, doing the commercial sites. Right. Oh, just go ahead and... You're Start plowing snow, snow and hit a fucking median. <laughs> Let me know how that fucking feels, dude. <laughs> when you're plowing with a truck, dude, they have the springs on them, most of the new ones at least, so the plow will bend forward and you don't yep. get absolutely... Mm-hmm. When you're in a bucket, hey, bud, oh. you'll have a concussion. <laughs> it's the, the worst, dude. It sucks. I No, I legitimately... Yeah. I've plowed so much fucking snow in a bobcat, and I got to a point where I literally... But you didn't learn. Dude, you can't see these fucking medians, bro. <laughs> and the other thing is, sometimes it's not even a median. It's a crack in the fucking ground. Yeah, then all yeah. those will get you. The cracks will get you. The medians will get you. You get 12, 13 inches of snow. Well, you, that's why the back dragging you. is better than front front loading. You can't back drag a parking lot, dude. No, well, here's There's the no thing. you snow. Like what I did in my driveway here, I had it like four inches above. So I wouldn't tear up the the gravel or anything. So I just get the bulk of it out of the way, and then I can see. All right, guys, let's do just the tip. Uh, tip just of the week. The tip. Just the tip, though. And this week, my just the tip is um, wear the safety glasses. All right, which is great because it goes back to Joey's talking earlier about um, when. What were you talking about earlier? <laughs> Fire extinguishers. Oh, sure that I mean there's so many stories you've talked about on this podcast that relate to wearing the fucking safety glasses point being you get to a point where you just have you've gotten so much shit in your eyes while your safety glasses are on top of your head and then you go what the fuck am I doing why don't I just wear the safety glasses mm. and this applies to so many things you know but like hey if you put safety glasses on then when you're done, you can see still. And it's super cool. And I learned it the hard way this week because I've been cutting plywood this week. And, you know, you have those days where you just, those fucking, everywhere. yeah, they're in your eyes. And the safety glasses are on my head. You know, and it's like the end of the day and I'm pulling fucking chips of wood out of my eyes while my safety glasses are still on top of my hat. I'm like, why don't I just fucking wear these? Mm. So, hey, if you think that you're not going to get a shard of metal in your eye, like my coworker Phil, and then let it grow, let your eye grow over it, you will. <laughs> so just wear safety glasses, you know, like don't, don't be a bitch. You don't have to wear it while you're like swinging a hammer, you know, unless maybe some people do, but they if you're cutting it. shit, if there's shit flying in the air by you, you can wear a safety glass. You can wear safety glasses. Sure. So yeah. just a good tip. Mine's exactly the opposite. Yeah. I knew it would be. Go ahead. Um, so this summer, I did an experiment because have you ever heard of red light therapy? 
Hunter? I feel like I have. So red light therapy is you get all of your vitamin C, or I'm sorry, vitamin D for the day. If you're up watching the sunrise before it goes over the horizon, and it's like that orangish, reddish color, you get all of your vitamin D for the day when you wake up at the sunrise and you're taking that in into your retinas, right? And so what that does is, like, that's your vitamin D for the day, right? And then I went down a further rabbit hole because my wife is super homeopathic and she's like, this sunscreen is super bad for you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, all these sunscreens have terrible things for your skin. And your Joey's, skin... Joey's not allowed to drink purified water. <laughs> no, I came up with that myself. Oh, you did? Straight up, yep. Okay. And so, um, your skin is your biggest organ, right? So, if you're putting harmful chemicals on your skin, you're ruining your body, right? But you work out in the sun all day, yep. right? Doing landscaping, and you do too. And so, yep. what do you do? You don't want to hurt your eyes, so you wear sunglasses. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Don't wear sunglasses. It's wild, dude. This whole rabbit hole. So my tip is don't wear sunglasses in the summer unless you're on water, right? Because it's reflecting into your eyes. Isn't this like this is this is bad I did for my your eyes though. Like yes, if you, you're looking into the sun, yes, it's bad for your eyes, and that's why I said on the water too because it's reflecting onto the water and into your eyes. But um, I did an experiment this year because I burn bad. I'm Italian Irish. And I'm more Irish than I am Italian. So I, I got that gene in me where I just burn. And I read an article that said, when you wear sunglasses, your retinas can't tell how bright it is outside. And so when you don't wear sunglasses, you take in a certain amount of light into your retinas. And your retinas communicate to your brain to put a certain amount of melanin into your skin. And it will protect you from the sun. I swear to God, I'm gonna. I like absolutely have to research this. You, you absolutely have Especially to research it. Especially being a non, like a non easy believer. Correct. I need, no. I need all the intel, dude. It's wild. So I did an experiment this year because I'm outside all day every day, and I did not wear sunglasses at all. You're outside all day every day. Yep. I'm checking roofs and constantly. I'm outside all day, and I didn't wear sunglasses once this year, not once. And I only got burnt once, and it's totally my fault. I wasn't wearing a hat. I was on the water, you know? And, like, I was out in the sun for, like, eight hours without a shirt on, you know? But I barely burned. Normally, I stay burned for, like, two to three days, and I get really tan. This year, that was the one time that I got burnt the entire year. Bro, some of this shit is too homeopathic, no lie. If you sit out in the sun, bro, if you don't have sunglasses on, think think about it, bro. You sit out in the sun, you don't have sunglasses on, and you lay out in the sun, you're getting sunburnt. You're getting sunburnt. Doesn't matter how much your retinas say, it's fucking hot out and the sun's shining bright. Your skin is going to burn. I'm telling you. It's wild. So think of it this way. You're wearing sunglasses. It looks darker outside, right? So your uh, your retinas are telling yourself, I'm only going to produce this much melanin in my skin to protect me from the sun. So then you take your sunglasses off and you have an actual perspective as to how bright it is. So it produces the right amount of melanin. It's crazy. I'm telling you, look it up. I only burned one time this summer. That's crazy as fuck. And I always burn in the summer and I would always put on. Isn't melanin what gives your skin color? Correct. Huh? Melanin is like, 
um, yeah, it's your skin color. Yeah. So like your body will tell you what to produce. It's natural. So like think about everyone back in the day. No one, there was like hardly any skin cancer ever back in the day until the last hundred years or so. It goes all into this, into the article. And it's because we're putting this bad shit on our skin and then also getting burnt at the same time. So like your body's absorbing it, doesn't like it, bad for you. Whatever. And there's natural sunscreens out there. So that's what I've been using. So like zinc, so like zinc is really good for you. Mm-hmm. It's wild, it's wild, dude. It's, I'm, I have to look it up. It's actually insane. I have to look it up. To like learn. you've seen me get burnt on my nose. Yeah, like every your summer, whole life, my whole life. Not Sunglasses or not, not this year. Pretty wild. Well, I I'll pay attention this summer. Yeah, you and you do the no sunglass thing, and I'm gonna pay. Like I'll just be like, oh, he doesn't look burnt. I, I didn't just even get think about it. I was it's super crazy. tan this summer. Hunter, you got a um just a tip for everybody? That was super scientific. <laughs> yeah. I love it. People are at home googling. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and google it. It should be. It's wild. Red light therapy and Red light therapy is when you go into a room with a bunch of red light though. Yeah, but there's natural red light out in nature. Yeah. Sunset, sunrise. Golden hour. Mhm. Well, right. just a tip. Yeah, I got one. Um it's like around the hunting though it's um yeah so like duck floaters goose floaters like you know how you have texas rigs right some are different lengths and stuff i've seen guys because you know how you get like confused and like this one's on this one has a long string this one has a short one or whatever totally. i've seen people do colored zip ties and this is on my last trip i was on they use colored zip ties between like the short ones long ones or like some are different kinds or colors and you like just put a little zip tie tighten it all the way on the loop and then just clip it off so then you just do color coordinated and throw them back up in your trailer, wherever you keep them. That's, I a, that, that's I a good that that little tip. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a huge tip for sure. I've seen now, like, is it Heyday that has the different colors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like, they have colored now, you know, for like okay. the sizes or whatever. But yeah, that's a great idea because I'm not buying Heydays. That's a yeah. really good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah, they were doing it. And I was like, why is there zip ties on all of these? He's like, no, Fuck. these are these are eight foots and these are six foot. So I'm like, well, and how oh, annoying is it too epic. when you pick up someone's spread and they're like, "Okay, then, no, but put the rigum rights." Oh with this no, no, one the rigum rights are go on this clip, and, and then the, the lifetimes, lifetimes, and they're like one copper and one's what. like light copper. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? That's a great tip. Yeah, that is a great tip. We give her hell. Oh yeah. come on, this is our closing song. Okay, this is what we play. Get used to it, like it, learn it. <laughs> Feel it. Learn all the words. Like Do you it. feel it? Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, it's a great way to end the pod. You can't be upset listening to this song. No, you can't. No. Hey, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure to check us out in every channel. Just like Joey said, leave us a review, please. Hey, one more thing. 